Memphis, Tennessee, it's Memphis Sport Live. Now, here are your hosts, Kevin Cerrito and Marcus Hunter. Not this week. It's Dustin Starr, alongside always the lovely dark-haired beauty, Maria Garay, and we are here on MSL for the Hostile Takeover. Oh, yeah. We are taking over, Maria. And we are live. Thank you for joining us here Saturday afternoon. A lot of stuff going on, right? There's a ton of stuff going on. Let's get right to it. Man, we are we are live high atop, as Kevin Cerrito will say as he's on vacation. High atop Mount Moriah here in Memphis, Tennessee, live. We have the FedEx St. Jude Classic going on. Of course, the NBA Finals are uh, the talk of the town uh, everywhere, I guess. And then also the Memphis Redbirds tonight. We have a whole lot to talk about on this edition of Memphis Sport Live, brought to you, of course, by Dustin Starr and Maria Gray. I love saying that. I know you do. <laughs> well, let's get right into it. We have across the glass, we have CJ, my main man, with his Dodge This shirt on. I don't even know if he's listening to me. And, of course, Johnny Radio. Drewski on the other side of the glass helping us out as well. Big props to them. We've been in studio for, for about an hour prepping for this show after a late night. That is an hour more prep than any of us do usually. That's what I hear. You guys just come in here and wing it. You guys are pros. We get in here once a year. It was a very late night, so we definitely needed to. But it's definitely get good to be it. back, and finally, you know, I have to say, finally, we have come back to MSL, and let's get let's get it. Do we have Marcus Hunter on the line? Let's bring in Marcus. He is not. No, I don't know what he's doing. Well, we'll let we're you trying do to it. get him. He's we'll sliding. just let you do it, man. Memphis Redbirds tonight. We are getting Marcus Hunter on the line so we can roll. Be sure to follow Memphis Sport at Memphis Sport on Twitter. And then, of course, MemphisSport.com. You can listen anywhere in the world at Sports 56. Thank you for joining us. We are going to dab, jump right into this. And let's go ahead and get started with the starting five. All right, let's do it. Johnny Radio. What's up? A lot going on, my man. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Y'all the best-looking hosts I think we've ever seen. Man, you guys are swelling our heads up with this whole power couple talk. Y'all need to be on TV. TV? Well, let's get a camera in here. We definitely need to be on TV. Absolutely. Well, let's let's jump in. Uh, we're going to have Marcus Hunter. Of course, he is the anchor out in Jackson, Mississippi. You know, he left Memphis to go to Jackson. He's a he's a big, huge Miami Heat fan. And I heard you talking about the Heat a little bit earlier, Johnny. Heat going down. Heat's going down? Again. Oh, man. Well, let's go. All right, so the number one story in Memphis, of course, is the FedEx St. Jude Classic. Is this thing ever going to... End? Be, is, is it going to end? I mean, we had a hurricane for the last couple of days. All the rain. You see the tweets where it looks like Pebble Beach out there with all the water. Yeah, I was actually out there when it started raining. Your office overlooks hole number one. Right. It was um, The rain just kind of came out of nowhere and everyone just started running. Took hey, for cover. Let's, let's welcome uh, the, the anchor out in Jackson, Mississippi. Mr. Heat himself, Mr. Selfie, Mr. Sweet Tea, uh, Marcus Hunter. What's up, Destiny Maria? How are you guys doing? What's We're going on? How are you? Doing well, doing well. Um, so, uh, so you guys are talking about the fun you're having at the San Juan Classic. Um, well, yeah, the weather there has been up and down. I'm hearing. Oh yeah, I'm not sure how much fun we've been having. <laughs> it's all been rain. I was actually out at uh, Quail Ridge yesterday for the Apartment Association of Greater Memphis. They had their golf scramble. And so when we got out there, I was thinking, man, the weather sure is nice for all the storms that we had the day before. But then you're thinking about the St. Jude Classic, and, and they did get several of the holes in, and then they had to stop it. And I think they started at 7 or 8 o'clock this morning. So they're out there playing in the rain. It definitely put a damper on um, the attendance this year. No one wants to go out there and, and sit in the rain. 
and you can't obviously yeah, go for the rain. Sucks because, and yeah, it never really sucks because, you know, it's one of those events that people look forward to every year, and in the past it's just been really, really hot. But this year you got something that's just completely different with a whole lot of rain. And so it's like, it's like, like pick your poison with the St. Jude Classic. It's either going to be rain or it's going to be really, really hot sometimes. Yeah, and you know what? To me, the St. Jude Classic, the rain is the big story and everything, but to me, I'm a huge John Daly fan. And oh, as, yeah. it, as it stands right now, the cut is, is even par. John Daly is finished with the second round, so he is one under, and he is going to play this weekend the way that it looks. And he got in yeah, with that you know, sponsor exemption. Exactly, and that's also considering, you know, they were wondering if he was even going to have an opportunity to play in the tournament. And now, I mean, he's there, the fans are showing up. I mean, they want to see Daly, and then the way the weather's been going into this weekend, if you can get a break in that weather, just having Daly in that in that final group is really going to make folks, even, even more folks want to come out here to see him be a part of that. Yeah. Well, not the final two, but the final two days. Yeah, whenever he came through hole one, there was nobody there because the rain has just been so terrible. So hopefully the rain will go away and people will get to come out and watch him. I'm a huge John Daly fan. Have you seen him tee off? He, he actually puts the tee... He actually puts the tee and the ball in a in a woman's mouth, laying down on the golf course. Have yeah, you seen no, this, Marcus? I didn't see that. <laughs> I not, is no, I have not seen this. Awesome! I just tweeted the picture out at Dustin Star. So he puts the tee in the, in the lady's mouth. He puts the ball, and then he just tees off on the lady's face. And he did that at, at St. Jude Classic. Well, I mean, he's he's done it on uh, I think the Golf Network. I've seen him do it before. Oh, of course, okay. he has played these tournaments with scratches all over his oh, face. Man. From listen, listen, Justin, I thought you were saying that you saw him do it at the St. Jude. Classic. No. Like, oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, I would I love like, it. But John Daly winning the FedEx St. Jude Classic is what's best for business to me. That'd be that would be a fantastic story. Being from Memphis, he has restaurants here in Memphis. If he won, that would be awesome. I mean, yeah, it, it would, you know, just to have him, you know, playing over the weekend is just great for the tournament. And it's just, it's just great for Daly because, I mean, you just love to see him play and you can tell how much he enjoys playing out there. And just to have him be able to be a part of that final weekend, I mean, you know, the, the weekend altogether is just great because he's going to enjoy it and the fans are going to enjoy it as well. Absolutely. I'm, I'm a big John Daly fan, so we'll see what happens there. But let's go to, to, to number two on the list. This one is just for you, Marcus. You know what I'm about to say, right? Oh, man, what are you going to say? NBA Finals. What's up with your boy, King James, cramping up? You know, Cerrito said that he was cramping this morning. That's why we had to come and, and, and guest host the show. <laughs> of course he's cramping this morning. What's up with your boy, King uh, James, man? Listen, 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 Dustin. When you are a super athlete like LeBron James is, and you give 100%, 100% of the time, and you exert your body to a point of exertion like LeBron James does, it can happen, especially under those conditions. It was so hot out there. I mean, hot in that arena. And under those conditions, LeBron James is giving everything that he has the entire game. And so he's going to cramp up by the end because his body is used to four quarters under normal temperature circumstances, not four, four, four quarters playing in 90-degree temperatures in the NBA Finals of all places. You know, I like to mess with you, but I agree with you 100%. There is no way possible that anybody should be all over LeBron James for not being able to return to that game. It is unfortunate they had the cramps, but you know what happens when you cramp and then you continue to try to play through it when you can't. That's when you tear muscles. It exactly, is so Justin. easy. Exactly. And, you know, they, a lot of the people who are criticizing LeBron James you have to understand it. They may have never cramped before because they may have never been playing anything at a high level athletically like LeBron James has before. Right. And if that, when that happens to you, you have no control over those muscles and it's just pain. And so a cramp is like, like a cramp is, is just very painful. So, you know, people need to back off LeBron James. I mean, yeah, it was kind of weak that he had to get carried to the bench. Right. That, 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 that was bad. That looked bad on his yeah. image there. <laughs> but I've cramped up before. Sometimes you can't even move. Your leg gets put in a position where you can't move. And it's unfortunate exactly. that happened in the finals. And I want to talk about Gatorade. Have you seen the Gatorade tw tweets? Yes, I have seen the Gatorade tweets. So they say uh, the person cramping wasn't our athlete. Our athletes can take the heat. I think it's hilarious. Hilarious. What's even funnier is he was drinking Gatorade because that's who exactly. the NBA has a contract with. Right. And mm. so there, so he's sponsored by Powerade. And so Gatorade, exactly. yeah, yeah, but he was drinking Powerade. But I, you know, I guess the only argument that Gatorade would have 
would be, you know, Gatorade has all, all, all of those new little things now, like the little, uh, like the little gel packs that you can put in your mouth and give you to all these right. electrolytes. So Gatorade can probably say, you know, well, in, in the back, he's not taking those. He was taking those pregame before coming out there. You wouldn't have those problems. Well, I, you know, I like to give you a hard time about LeBron James and your heat and, I mean, Colin Kaepernick getting paid earlier this <laughs> week, which I think, I think is ridiculous, but man, your teams are ridiculous. doing good. Ah, oh, come on. Oh, man. That's a lot of money. I know it's a lot of money. However, I mean, he's only getting a $12 million signing bonus. Only. He's going to leave a lot of room for um, a lot of other guys to get their money and get paid and stay with the team. And, I mean, you know, you have guys out there who are going to be trying to get quarterbacks like Cam, like Cam Newton when he comes up, Andrew Luck. Those guys are going to be trying to get, uh, you know, $24 million a year, probably, you know, $50 million signing bonus. I think Kaepernick... And I think Kaepernick is better than all of those guys. You know, me personally, mm. just, just from you know his arm and his athletic ability and how far he's gotten his team. He, he hasn't won a Super Bowl like Russell Wilson has, but he's gotten to the Super Bowl. And I think Kaepernick has a pretty fair contract. And if, you, if you're the 49ers okay. in the NFL, if you can get a franchise quarterback and lock him up, you do it. Johnny Radio says the Spurs are going to win. The what? They're going to win the finals. The finals, Marcus. Of course, you, you the know finals. what they're going to win. Come on. So, what are you saying? How? What? What? What's the story? I know you're picking Heat, but how many games? You know, I'm going to pick the Miami Heat in six games because LeBron James not cramped up in that game. Miami was taking was starting to take control, and I just don't see LeBron, LeBron James in the Miami Heat and Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh. Those guys. This, this is the year that they were built for. I mean, remember, they were all drafted the same year. All of these guys, with the exception of Dwayne Wade, because uh, he, he was a little older coming out of college, are in their prime. But with Dwayne Wade sitting out this year, right now they are all in their prime. This is the prime of the Big Three era. People want to talk about their, oh, no, they're old. They're, they're just prime. Third NBA Finals. They've been here, done that. Those guys are going to win this Finals in six. And San Antonio, I mean, they can play, but you have three of the best players in the league on Miami's team. And, you know, talent wins out of the NBA. That's my opinion. Okay, okay. But you could say the same exact thing about the Spurs with Tony Parker, Tim Duncan. I mean, <laughs> Monty Ginobili, right? I mean... Yeah. It's gonna. It's definitely. I would love to see it go seven games, just because it's entertaining. But let's go. Let's go to number three. We were talking about money. So yeah. the number three story. You have all kinds of college coaches just getting paid. CJ, jump in here, man. We got Coach Calipari. He's getting paid fifty-two million dollars for seven years. Backloaded eight eight point oh five mil. Holy I do believe moly. the last three years of his contract. Straight pay. Straight what? cash, homie. I know, money team. I know everybody hates Calipari in Memphis, but, man, the guy has done a, a fantastic job at selling himself, and he's getting paid for it now, Marcus. You know, more power to Coach Cal. I mean, I mean, he, I mean, he went to Kentucky because he said it was his dream job, and maybe part of that dream was getting big money like oh, yeah. this because in Kentucky you can do that because it's the University of Kentucky. Now Auburn, Auburn, Auburn's paying everybody. Bruce Pearl's yep. getting two point two million, yep. and CJ has a whole list of all this money that's going on. Maria and CJ were talking about it. it's like these guys are getting fifty thousand dollar raises, hundred thousand dollar raises. The assistant coaches, I mean, it's yeah, all of Auburn assistants, all of them got at least a fifty thousand dollar raise, and most of them got way more than that. Well, you're going to see that um, across the SEC now. The SEC network about to launch. About to launch. I mean, the, I mean, the SEC is about to get a whole lot of uh, money from TV, from you know, from TV, and that's where these leagues are making their money from. And then with this playoff system, all these colleges and BCS colleges are going to get all this money from this playoff system. So they have the extra money to spend and go around to these coaches to pay out, pay these coaches all this money. It's just a shame that they can't find a way to somehow pay the student athletes more money than they're getting paid so much money. Absolutely. And they make a ton of money off jerseys, off of uh, you know the NCAA football games and everything like that. But, man, these guys are, are, are raking in the dough. And then earlier you had uh, Nick Saban. Oh. Yeah, he has an eight-year deal for $55.2 million with no buyout. And then also Lane Kiffin's getting paid as well. Yeah, he's got $2.07 million over a three-year period. I should have been a college coach. 
Exactly. That's what I was just thinking. I mean, should have been a college coach. <laughs> Defensive coordinator Kirby Smart, like $1.3 million. Alabama and Auburn are just throwing door around. Now, the thing with Nick Saban, that, that, and you know, I'm a Miami Dolphins fan, so I do not like Nick Saban based on what he did to us. But in his new deal, he can leave anytime he wants without punishment. That leaves the door open, doesn't it? I mean, it leaves the door open, but... Um, you don't think he'll go? I, I mean, I mean, do I think he'll go if the right opportunity presented itself? But I think that's the deal that Alabama had to make to keep him. You know, Nick said, you know, he's a very smart man. That's, 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 yeah, that's the deal. Absolutely. They're going to have to make keep him. I mean, he can pretty much negotiate anything he wants. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what he can do. And so, you know, if he wanted that in this contract, uh, I mean, he could have negotiated, uh, you know, peanut butter crunch every morning at that side <laughs> of this contract, and he would have gotten it because, he, you know, he can do that. Story number four. This is breaking news. We had something else, but this just came through, CJ. James Johnson? Arrested for domestic assault. Yeah, apparently JJ uh, got into it with his baby's mama's mama. What? And what? pushed baby mama mama. Okay. So pushed. So his wife. So he pushed his wife's mom, grabbed the child, and took off. So he was. He's been arrested for domestic assault. For pushing her. Man. For pushing her. Yeah. Yeah. Now the wife. There. There been no bruises, no marks, anything like that. Wife and the mom refused medical treatment. Uh. So we don't know what's going to happen there. But, yeah, this is all according to Fox 13's Peter Fleischer. And they say story more on the story coming soon. Oh, boy. Hmm. Well, that could get interesting. So he, what an offseason for the Grizzlies. I mean, it's just starting, right? <laughs> <laughs> and everything just started. I mean, you know, I don't want to really come in. On, you, know, you know, obviously a lot, you know, still left to you know, be open to that story. But um, uh, not good news uh, to hear, especially coming from, you know, I mean, you know, from 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 the Grizzlies with so much that that have already been going on this off season, it's just, I mean, you know, you know, gotta wait till more of the story comes out. But it's pretty tough, tough news to hear early on. Both parties have been drinking, and the report also says, according to Mr. Fleischer, that JJ struck his wife with an open hand. Ooh, mm. yowza! That's not the best I, for business. <laughs> Speechless on this one, <laughs> James Johnson Grizzlies in some big trouble. We we also we also had down uh, to discuss the Jacksonville Jaguars. Have you heard about the Jacksonville Jaguars where they're going to have a cabana pool in the arena so people can sit in the pool and watch the football game? You know that sounds like a great idea for a bad paper. team, right? Yeah, a great idea for a bad team <laughs> on paper. But I mean, you got to think about it. at a football game. You know, you're gonna have. I mean, you're gonna have a lot of people drinking, and, and you know, is the swimming pool really where you want to be? Well, the ticket. Well, I mean, yeah. Well, the tickets for the for one game is twelve thousand five hundred dollars, just to go sit in that pool. It's absolutely ridiculous. Hey, give me season tickets. <laughs> season tickets. Well, go hang out the pool. Your team is so terrible that you have to put a pool in to get people to come, and you expect them to pay twelve thousand dollars for a ticket. Mm. I mean, this seems kind of like video gameish. I I know when I played Madden way back when, like you do things to try and upgrade your facilities so <laughs> people would come. Did you? Add and I know at some point in time, I had all the upgrades that were, so I just put a teleporter in there, so my fans didn't even have to walk around. It just teleported. <laughs> Maybe that's where Jacksonville is going with this. That is that's pretty awesome. And let's go to the number five story. So I saved the fifth story, number five for five star, right? So, Marcus, right. Memphis Wildfire Wrestling, you know I have to throw a wrestling story in here. They return on July 10th to Minglewood Hall, and it's going to be brought to you by Cash Savers, so they have a big sponsor here. And so I am going to be able to announce the two matches that are already confirmed, and it hasn't been released anywhere on the web or anything like that. So, in the main event, you're going to have Jerry the King Lawler going one-on-one -on -one with Doug Gilbert. Now, Doug Gilbert, you fans might know, especially the Grizzly fans, he was... Uh, he did a spot with Jerry Lawler and the Grizz out on the court where I think, you know, Grizz was out there uh, impersonating Jerry Lawler. Doug Gilbert came out running his mouth, and then here comes the King. The King's music plays. I, I believe he came out with a steel chair, and it's all on MemphisSport.com, and he ran Doug Gilbert off. So apparently from the Grizz game, that feud is transitioned over into Memphis Wildfire Wrestling on July the 10th. So that's match number one. The King returns to Memphis. Match number two, 
You guys make fun of me for, for wrestling Jerry Lawler. Well, Dustin Starr, along with Maria Garay, will be going one-on-one with the superstar, Bill Dundee. We don't make fun of you for wrestling Jerry Lawler. We make fun of you for losing to Jerry Lawler. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are not going to lose to Bill Dundee. We will not lose to Bill Dundee. And Bill Dundee is a friend of Memphis Sport Live as well. He's been on the, on the show several times. Drink your oval team. Listen, Dustin Starr, do not. Go out there and lose to Bill Dundee. It won't happen. I give you my word. Memphis, Tennessee, everybody listening all across the nation. Marcus Hunter, I know Kevin Cerrito's listening somewhere. Maria, I'm looking you in the eyes right now. I am not going to lose to superstar Bill Dundee. I'm, I'm done her losing. In the eyes. I'm trying to look her in the eyes. <laughs> I thought you were looking somewhere else. Johnny Radio. Touche. Yes, sir. This match should be over in two minutes. You interviewed Bill Dundee the last time. I know I interviewed Bill Dundee the last time. That's why you can't lose to Bill Dundee. <laughs> Apparently the story is is that uh, when I was wrestling Jerry Lawler at Minglewood Hall in the main event for the Southern Heavyweight Classic, Bill came to me backstage and kind of gave me a few pointers. He said he wrestled Jerry Lawler more than anybody has ever wrestled Jerry Lawler, so he could give me a, you know, a couple pointers. Oh, uh, 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 see, 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 now it makes sense. Now I understand why he wants to fight you and why he'll probably win, because it's a head game. He knows how to mentally beat you. Mentally, mentally beat me. I mean, yes, if he can it's beat a you, physical. Beat the king, and I know. But if he, it, it, listen, wrestling is both mental and physical, like any sport. True. It's mental and physical. And if he can teach you how to beat the king, because he can beat the king, but you can't beat the king, that means he can beat you. So, Dustin, I'm, I'm sorry, I don't think you're going to win this fight now. But Dustin didn't beat the king. So, listen, Dundee did him I no know. good. That's right. That's and that's just like saying that the Spurs beat the Heat, so they can beat the Heat again. So maybe they could win the championship this year in the finals. But that's what I'm saying. If Dustin can't beat the King, then there's no way he can beat Dundee. Because Dundee has beaten the King? Right. Yes. Okay, well, how about I do this? How about I start with Superstar Bill Dundee on July 10th? I beat him, and then I'll go okay. on, then I'll beat Jerry Lawler, and I'll prove the entire world wrong. Okay, well, yeah, prove, yeah do that then. Well, actually, <laughs> like you, Marcus, our five-year-old does not like uh, Jerry Lawler because he said that we lose to him every single time. Dad, please. Please don't wrestle Bill Dundee. He has a chain. He will beat you. That's what he tells me. <laughs> so definitely have something to prove. And, and I knew you guys would get a kick out of that, especially I, I don't know how old Bill Dundee is. I don't, wanna, uh, I don't even want to put it out there just in case. But anyways, Memphis Wildfire Wrestling returns tell, July the 10th. I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. If you lose to one of these old guys again, then your son is going to start thinking that younger guys can beat older guys. Don't tell me this. going to start beating you up. Don't tell me this. That's what's going <laughs> to happen. Well, that, that is our starting five this week. Marcus Hunter, as always, it's great to talk to you. I have a little bone to pick with you because we were in Jackson, Mississippi, and we couldn't hunt you down for anything, my man. Why didn't you send me a text? I did. I tweeted you. I texted you. you you're just a busy I, guy. You got that anchor uh, job. Hold on. A tweet, I, a tweet I probably wouldn't see, but a text... You got to text me. Or call me. Just give me a call next time. I, I will. No next time that. I'm in Jackson, my man. I'm sorry, man. Ladies and gentlemen, Marcus Hunter, we are going to step aside for a break. When we come back, we're going to bring in Kevin Cerrito. What? Yeah, Kevin, man. He's, he's out at it's the beach. It's supposed to be a Cerrito-free weekend. Well, you well, know. it kind of is. He's not here. You don't have to look at him. Or do you want to bring him in now? No. No? no. All right. Well, then <laughs> let's, let's take a break, and we'll be right back. Rebels, Bulls, Bulldogs, Tigers. It's always college football season here. We are Real Sports Talk. Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Up and coming, up and running down, Summer Avenue. Welcome back to Memphis Sport Live. Here once again are your hosts, Kevin Cerrito and Marcus Hunter. Kevin Cerrito on vacation. It's Dustin Starr here, along with Maria Garay. He's not on vacation. What's he? What is he doing? He said that he was cramping. He's cramp. Oh, well, he's on location, cramping somewhere. We have a huge show, folks. I didn't even mention this at the top of the hour when we started, but our big guest today. Do you know who we have? We have Big Papa Pump, the Big Bad Booty Daddy, former WCW World Heavyweight Champion, Scott Steiner, joining the program. For a live exclusive interview with us. 
Then also we're going to have Memphis Redbirds representative Emily Williams, the marketing coordinator. She'll be on to talk about game ops. Of course, you have Maria Gray that's sitting here right next to me. She's going to be at AutoZone Park tonight. She'll be on the mic emceeing all the, the great activity that goes on down on the field. So we are totally loaded. And also, despite if Johnny Radio likes it or not, Kevin Cerrito, and he's not going to like to hear that, Johnny. Kevin Cerrito is going to join us here in just a bit. We had Marcus Hunter on a little bit earlier. Hang up and listen is coming. How are we going to fit all this stuff in? I have no idea. We're going to run out of time. Well, we can just, hey, we're good at talking, right? Woohoo! Mm-hmm. There you go. We have Mark, do we have Marcus? Kevin? Just waiting. We don't have, all right, well, hey, man, let's just, let's just go. I mean, hold so, on. We don't have Kevin Cerrito? No. No, no oh, Kevin? Sweet. No, Kevin. No, Marcus. We're on this. We got it. Let's do it. We're going to do woohoos and boos? No? <laughs> no? No, because that's Kevin's thing. We don't care about he's what Kevin wants to woohoo and boo. If just, Kevin's not considerate enough to come in studio because he's cramping, he's he's got Gatorade, he's got to drink Powerade or something, drink some of that water Kobe's got, we're not going to do woos and boos. What we can do, we can talk some NBA finals. So you guys got? Oh, man. So, uh, oof. Actually, you know what? I do like the story that Tim Duncan, he's kind of on the way on the way out. Now, is this going to be his final season, CJ? That I don't know. But there's a great story on MemphisSport.com written by Andre Johnson. He talked to Tim earlier in the year about retiring. Tim at that time said he doesn't know. But I think if Tim wins another championship, he's done. All of them are done. Manu, Tim, uh, Tony Parker, Popovich, just walk away. Drop the mic, walk away. Right off into the sunset. I, I mean, it is very, very hard to pick against the Miami Heat, especially you know with LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh. I mean, they are they are loaded, but then also the Spurs are loaded as well. And I actually saw on Twitter, and of course, it's been the story all over the place, the photo of Tim Duncan and LeBron James kind of face to face after the finals victory for the Spurs when they defeated the Cleveland Cavaliers. So it was almost like. It's almost like Tim Duncan looking at him going, hey, man, I got you. And so, it, it, you know, the Heat won last year. We have the rematch. And I think LeBron James, I think he's going to pull it through. And it might take seven games. But when you're the best in the world at what you do, and Johnny Radio was talking about this a little bit earlier, but he, he picked the Spurs. And I, what, what are you seeing on that, man? I just see a more complete team in San Antonio, and I think the fact that they got game one and two is going to be tomorrow night in San Antonio. If they can hold serve and put the pressure on LeBron James and Dwayne Dwayne to go back, and it's a force, a must-win situation on on. This is somewhere the Heat don't lose back-to-back games. So if they do, it's just a little bit different for them. Well, the big story here is, is how's the air conditioning doing? It's back to work. Is it back? Could you it's imagine back. the bill on that when you weren't even expecting? You know Marcus Hunter went down there and personally fixed the air conditioning, just oh, like boy. he went to the Super Bowl and personally turned off all the lights in the Superdome. You talk about the biggest homer. And I love Marcus to death, but he's Colin Kaepernick. He's LeBron James. But then you know what? When I see his selfies on Twitter, he's got his Charlotte Hornets hat on. Can somebody explain that to me? Yeah, that's called being Marcus Hunter. So I, what's where's the Charlotte come from? I know that he's not a fan of Charlotte. He just likes the way that hat looks. He just likes so the, he just um, fits the hat. On, you know, he's a fashion good. expert also. And maybe you got a deal on it. But but so so you have the the air conditioning problem. It was, what was the story on? The I whole think the deal? story though that's been missed through this whole thing that nobody's even mentioned is before game one. Everybody was talking about Tony Parker. Is he going to be healthy? Is he going to go out? Yeah, where did that what? go? Tony Parker went out there and he played a great basketball game. Didn't seem to have any of ill effect from the ankle. And now that he's one hundred percent healthy, that is my main reason that I like the Spurs. You know, and growing up, it was Michael Jordan. That was the man. You know, I wasn't a huge basketball fan, but I was a big Michael Jordan fan. Me and my uh, my best friend Danny, we would always try to act like Michael Jordan. And when we played basketball outside, one of us had to be... kind of fell short there, didn't you? Absolutely. One of us had to be Scottie Pippen. Nobody wanted to be And nobody wanted to be Scottie Pippen, so we all wanted to be Jordan, but then... Scottie Pippen didn't want to be Scottie Pippen. Now, does Scottie Pippen not like Michael Jordan now? Is that the story? I mean, they got... They like one another, but, you know, they were butting heads a little bit in Chicago way back when, so they're fine now. Well, the thing I bring up about Michael Jordan is the flu game. The flu is different. Flu is the different. flu is when different cramp, than cramps. You can't move. 
No, I agree you, with you. I've had you cramps. I, I'm an athlete. If I you know what you're talking about. Are you sure? Oh, boy. <laughs> if you cramp in the oh, ring, you're going to finish on. the match? Well, yeah, I mean, you definitely have to finish the match. Well, think about the bodybuilders that are on stage that are, like, massive, and they haven't had any water, and they're just their muscles start cramping up on stage. I mean, guys have actually fallen over on the stage in the middle of it. So if you cramp on stage and you fall yeah. over, do you like lose points or something like that? How does that yeah, work? Oh, yeah, yeah, you do. You absolutely do. And sometimes they'll they'll tell you to leave the stage because you know athletes are not. They are so passionate about what they do, they will risk further injury to keep going. And I think that's what LeBron was making the point when, in his interview. He was saying that it wasn't at the coach or the um, what am I the physician on the on the sidelines he he said do not go no you can't yeah the LeBron said he walked over to the store scores table and before he passed coach Eric Spolstra Spolstra didn't even look at him he said don't you think about it go sit back down oh boy so so did LeBron say that he thinks he can go in his in his interview with Michael Wilbon on ESPN yesterday he said you know I would have went out there and I would have tried but I think I had one more jump left in me before I would have just passed out Huh. Well, and going back to what Maria was talking about, about the bodybuilders, is, you know, these guys, they are dehydrated. They don't have very much water in them at all. They're on stage, and they're flexing as hard as they possibly can. And it might seem silly to some people, but that's that's guys' passion, you know. Um, and you literally have to force them to get off the stage. They have EMTs there. Just like at the wrestling event, you have EM, EMT the, EMTs there. But if a guy gets a concussion, they want to go back in. They want to go back in. They want to continue. Wait, what? Concussion at a... No, no, I was talking about wrestling. So I'm talking bodybuilding, wrestling, sports in general. Athletes want to go. And and there's nobody in the world that can convince me that LeBron James did not want to go. He physically just could not do it. I'm really trying to get into basketball, but it's just not working. Well, and we are Grizzlies fans. We like to go live to FedEx Forum and watch the Grizzlies. It, d- it doesn't matter who they're playing. We like to go watch the Grizzlies. So, uh, you know, to get Maria into uh, some of the other basketball, they, like, like Brady would always say, are we watching basketball again tonight? Well, are we going to do that? So, so in your household, it goes wrestling, football, then everything else? There's a saying in the house where we say... Wait, Ole Miss football is a little different, though, right? That's oh, above yeah. even every, every Ole Miss football. football is above everything. Well, and fantasy football. So, I mean, really, any football is good because fantasy Whatever. football. We Get can't wait for football, football season. I can, <laughs> wait, I can wait for fantasy. Well, that's because you're terrible. Oh, man. Oh, man. But but the NBA Finals, uh, game game two is coming up. Is that tonight? Tomorrow, tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. When's tip? Seven o'clock. Seven o'clock tip, and they're playing in San Antonio. Hockey game starts at six. If you want to catch an hour of it, Ho- okay. I mean, so I'm not really into hockey either. So yes, hockey. <laughs> so everybody across the glass is shaking hey, their real heads. Real quick, Maria, who's playing in the Stanley Cup Finals? You, got you better me Google that. Hold on, Dustin, who's playing in the Stanley the Kings, Cup Finals? Let me Google it. Kings and the Rangers. Ah, good job. Yeah, well, I see the How tweets. You know that? Because I tweeted the other day, is there a hockey game going on or something? And I got a lot of hate tweets about that one. <laughs> I thought it was like the Blue Jays and the Expos or something like that. Well, don't forget to follow Memphis Sport on Twitter, at Memphis Sport. You can follow Maria Gray, at Maria Gray. Myself, at Dustin Starr. I've been tweeting out different pictures. Uh, John Daly teeing off of a lady's mouth. Uh, pictures from the FedEx St. Jude Classic. I was out at the Apartment Association of Greater Memphis. Golf scramble yesterday. I tweeted out some stuff there before the, the Memphis hurricane hit. Back to the NBA Finals, though. I am going to take. I'm going to take the Spurs. You like for the one fact reason. that Tony Parker's ankles good for one yeah, reason? Yeah, yeah. Kawhi Leonard's a baller. Boris Diaw's coming off the bench, giving him good minutes. Well, oh, and this guy named Tim Duncan only went what ninety percent, nine for ten from the floor. He grabbed also ten boards and was just oh awesome. Thank goodness for Johnny Radio, right? Johnny, do you start Dial over Splitter? It really doesn't matter because guess what? Tiago is big, bad, and they have nobody from Miami who can really defend him. And you can also bring in, like you said, Dial, who's just probably one of the better defenders and most underrated piece of the Spurs. Hard to believe Boris Dial came into the league as a point guard, and now he is 
is he a center now? Power forward? He is close enough to a center. I'm a, I'm a story guy. I'm a story guy. So the, the great story here to me is that Tim Duncan lost the NBA Finals last year to LeBron James um, after defeating him when, when LeBron played for Cleveland several years back. I think Tim Duncan wins the championship. I like the story of him coming back, uh, you know, the rematch of the finals. He wins and retires, goes out on top. Quick debate. This is a very, very oh, easy boy. one. All right. Everybody always talks about LeBron James, Michael Jordan, all the superstars that there are. Name the top ten basketball players of all time. And when you do this, think about it. Is Tim Duncan, is he a top ten all-time NBA player? Wow, man, I don't really like the top ten of all time type of stories because there's so many. You have David David Robinson, that, not even close. Well, but look at the look at the Spurs history. David Robinson, Tim Duncan, Tony Parker. Yeah, just the all uh, Spur, not bad. Holy moly! So when you talk about top ten greatest of all times, you know usually I'm talking about Dan Marino because he's my childhood hero. The Miami Dolphins quarterback won all the he broke every record that there was to break, but never won a Super Bowl. And 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 Drewski's over there pointing at his ring. He's saying uh, he's pointing at his ring finger, saying that Marino never won a championship. And that's that's the thing. How can you be a top ten athlete, a top ten football player or basketball if you haven't won the championship? You can't be. You can't be or can you be? You can't be. Championships define careers. It's just the way it is, especially in sports. I mean, you got to win the big one. I love Dan Marino. I love him, and he's one of the best quarterbacks ever. But you know what? John Elway, if he would have rode off two years before he got those last two back Super to Bowls. Back-to-back, baby. When, if he wouldn't have gone back-to-back, John Elway would be talked about and looked at differently. Look, winning the Super Bowl, winning an NBA title, it is – the culmination of your career it defines you everybody after you win that championship then you look back on that career and yes oh he was an MVP oh they had this year that they were so great look at all the points he scored or all the touchdown passes look at all the yards the statistics many more once you get that ring or hold up that title let's bring in right now let's bring in my man Kevin Cerrito because I know I'm about to snitch right now Kevin what's going on my man what's up how are you Justin Maria oh you are all right. So they Kevin, are booing you. Johnny yeah. Radio was a little disappointed to know that Kevin Cerrito was going to join the show today. Oh yeah, he thought you weren't a rat. <laughs> He's a hater. He's going to listen. He's going to. He said, "Wait, I thought we had a Kevin Cerrito free weekend." Oh no, never, never, never. Hey, yeah, I apologize for joining you guys a, a, a little late, but um, what? Uh, your you just your your alarm clock didn't go off this morning. What? No, no, I'm I'm calling for vacation. Clearly, and... he's cramping. He's cramping. I'm cramping. Wait, you get vacations? Now, you work one day walking. a week. I was walking Like, aren't you to... on a permanent vacation? You know I've got trivia every Wednesday at Tampa Tavern. Oh, Thursday. like I said, aren't you on permanent <laughs> vacation? <laughs> hey, hey, real quick, let me tell you guys, this portion of MSL is uh, being brought to you by uh, Croc Center Memphis. I just recently joined uh, Croc Center. It's a new kind of community center. The uh, Ray and Joan Croc Community Center, it's about 100,000 square of recreation, Whoa. education, worship, and art center. Have you taken uh, your boy Brady up there? I have Justin? not. Oh my goodness, he would have a ball. Uh, the amenities up there—they got an NBA quality size basketball court. They got indoor soccer fields, outdoor soccer fields, uh, aquatic center which has an indoor pool, a water slide, and a lazy river. They just opened the splash pad uh, for the summertime, which is outside. The fitness center's got cable TVs on all the cardio equipment. Uh, there's a worship area. There's art rooms. It's an unbelievable facility, and this cool climbing thing that I know I I felt like a kid when I went through it uh, a couple days ago. They have this cool like you know you go to, like the children's museum and they get that thing you climb up in at the children's museum. This one's a little bit uh, fancier than that, and has like obstacles and stuff in it. And I felt like I was on a episode of Survivor going through this thing. We'll have to but, check um, that out, man. Brady's birthday's coming up. That's perfect. Oh yeah. It's a great place for birthday parties and even for work uh, work meetings as well. They've got great meeting facilities there um, at the Fox Center overlooking their, their courtyard area. Memberships start at $32 a month for individuals and household memberships or as low as $53 a month. You can go to crockcentermemphis.org or just go stop in there and look around. I'm telling you, you'll be amazed when you walk in there. This, it's unlike anything else in Memphis. It's uh, Croc Memphis, a new kind of community center and coming up at Croc Memphis on June 21st. Uh, uh, Marcus Hunter's favorite head coach in the history of basketball will be there. Lionel Hollins 
is doing a healthy Shelby blood pressure campaign event there. That's on Saturday the 21st from 10 to 1 o'clock at the Croc Center. Of course, Croc Center right there, 800 East Parkway, uh, Memphis, Tennessee, 38104. But they've got this big blood pressure event that's going to be there, and Lionel Holland's going to be speaking. Lionel Holland. Um, and a bunch of other high dignitaries. Of, of very important Memphis people will be there. I can't tell you all the names, but that'll be going on on the 21st. There'll be uh, Hollins will be speaking, and there'll be three-on-three basketball going on that day as well. Uh, go ahead, uh, check out CrocCenter.org. Talk to them about it. It's a free community event with Lionel Hollins. That's in a couple of Saturdays, so that's going to be pretty awesome. But all right, back to um, I thought Hollins would be coaching that, the Grizzlies here pretty soon. That's what I thought. He might be the head coach of somebody by then. I don't know. Yeah. Seems like the jobs are getting picked up. Yeah, we Cliff were, Saunders just decided he'd rather coach a team than have Lionel Hollins coach a team in, in Minnesota, not that Hollins was a candidate up there. But. Well, we were talking about the NBA Finals. I'm going to put you on the spot real quick. Who you got? In the Finals, I, st- I mean, I still have the Heat. It okay. seems like if it's a year they're going to lose, then this could be it. Tim Duncan. I'm, uh, I'm on the Tim Duncan bandwagon. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I think <laughs> I think he wins wins a championship and goes out in style, man. Goes out on top. I, I think if you're a Grizzlies fan, that's what you want to happen. You want the Spurs to win, not because you like the Spurs, because then maybe, as we talk about this every year, like maybe if the Spurs win this year, it'll be their last year with maybe Popovich will retire, maybe Tim Duncan will retire, and then you don't have to worry about the Spurs anymore. I do think it's a strong possibility for Tim Duncan to retire if they, if they win. But, I do but, too. Uh, Big show. Hey, big show, Kevin. We have the big bad booty daddy, Scott Steiner. I know you're a big fan of his. He's going to be coming up later on in the broadcast. Yeah, I was. I'm excited for you guys. I wish I could be there. No, talk to him, uh, Big Papa Pump, because he's kind of he's a crazy guy on camera. So I'm just telling him what he's going to say on the radio right, in right. about an hour. Make sure uh, Johnny's got the uh, drop button ready to go on that. But I do have a, a yeah. I want. I got a question. I want you to ask him when you have him on. So All Rick, right. uh, he's uh, Scott Steiner, right? Right, Scott Steiner. Um, Big Papa Pump. Are you going to ask him what his kids call him? Do they call him Big Papa? Does he have any kids? Do they call him Big Papa? He, he does. He has he has kids. He's uh, married. Um, I was actually looking at his Wikipedia, and holy moly, the guy, he he seems to be a lunatic inside and outside of the ring. I, I just want I want to ask him about Memphis, because you know he did start here in 1988 in Memphis, Tennessee. Passed through oh, yeah. Memphis I, before going to WCW, and of course, the rest is history. He's one of the greatest tag team wrestlers of all time. Oh, yeah. I mean, almost every wrestler has passed through Memphis. But right. it's what's so great about your Throwback Thursday post every week. So definitely ask him what his kids call him, because we all call him Big Papa. Mm-hmm. Um, and, then, and then ask if he has – this is a question I don't know if you want to ask him, but if you Uh-oh. feel like the mood is right there. No, it's not, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. Ask him if he has a lazy boy in the house. And if so, does he call it the Steiner recliner? Oh, man. <laughs> Isn't that his finishing maneuver? Which that was his finishing maneuver, yeah. Yeah, does he call it like the recliner at the house? Does he call it the Steiner recliner? So I was trying to tell Brady, you know, he's he's five years old. He doesn't know who Scott Steiner is. So I was showing him pictures, and he was talking about how big his muscles were and everything. And Steiner has the biggest, largest bicep you have ever seen in your life. And I I tweeted that out at Dustin Starr, and it's on MemphisSport.com. But um, he he was calling him the Big Bad Daddy Booty, or the Big Bad Daddy Butt. Because I said the big bad booty day, the big bad daddy butt. I said, let's not repeat that at school, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) So he he actually knows how to control the WWE network now, so he gets to see all this, all the old wrestling as well. That's uh, that that sounds uh, pretty cool. Um, hold on one second. I am so so I was literally walking to the beach, is why I couldn't call in a second ago. Oh, and now I'm so hanging out. I'm hanging out at a resort that you know I'm not supposed to be at, so. Um, <laughs> to get out of the wind. But, uh, okay, yeah, one more thing I want to plug before we get into Who's in Booze. That's the Ella Memphis podcast. The new one uh, just came out uh, this week, the one for June. Have y'all been listening to the Ella Memphis podcast, Maria? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you know what? I see you in your bow tie. Oh, yeah. yeah We've got Moe's Bows, uh, the kid who, this 12 year old CEO from Memphis, Mo uh, Bridges, who makes Moe's Bows was on Shark Tank a couple weeks ago, the ABC reality show. We love that he's, show. He is the guest on this month's podcast. It's a lot of fun. He is a, a bright kid, very impressive kid, who's doing a lot of things at age 12, more than we've all done combined, it seems like, as far as uh, his his career. He's, he's on right. the right course. But uh, he was the interview uh, this week on the I Love Memphis podcast. You can listen to it, I Love Memphis podcast. 
com. You can subscribe to it on iTunes. Just search for I Love Memphis Podcast. It's a great thing. Like, you know, I'm taking vacations now. You guys, I know, took one last week. Podcasts are great things to download, mm-hmm. take with you, whether you're on the plane or in a car. Give you something to listen to when you can't pick up the radio station. And cardio. Just listen to a podcast. Yeah, absolutely. And cardio. Doing cardio. Yeah, exactly. I'm thinking about this bow tie still. Like, Maria, do you think I'd look cool in a bow tie? No, absolutely not. She's saying no, man. I've I had think people because your neck is so big and your head is so big. Like, oh. you put a bow tie on it, it's just gonna like CJ's make it even out. more disproportional. So no bow tie. No. Did you the get only... some free bow ties? <laughs> I I did not. I um, I did get to try that one on. I think he's gonna give somebody one at a discounted price. But um, I've never worn one either, except for like uh, actual tuxedo, like at the sports ball. Well, your head That's isn't as big as Dustin's. I think it's the hair. It's not my head. So, my hair is just tall. It's very thick. My head? Yeah. My head is too big for a bow tie, I'm hearing. <laughs> and, and all the boys across the glass are agreeing with it right now that my head is huge, I guess. Thanks, <laughs> thanks Kevin. Thanks, Maria. Well, you know, <laughs> when you have to buy hats and stuff, he has, like, the largest hat. Oh. That's because anyway, I know the hair. Uh, so I'm calling. I, you know, well, I was originally going to call at 1230, so you said you had Scott Steiner, you know, Big Papa Pump, who was going to come in. And, and, uh, he only could come in at 1230, and you can't tell... Uh, big pop a pump. Uh, what time to to do anything? So um, you try telling them what time to do stuff. I'm not going right. to tell them. I know. That's so, why so I, I didn't want you to. He's he's uh, going to be in Union City tonight, so he might just stop by the studio and just tear us apart, and then head back up to the wrestling event. I'm going to run. So, that that would be cool. Um, <laughs> but so since I'm calling it early, we're going to do some early edition of Woohoo's and Booze real fast. Are you guys ready? Let's do yes. it. <laughs> To Taco Bell, um, I may actually end up suing Taco Bell. I don't know what's going to happen with this, but they got a new menu item. I don't know if you guys saw this. It's part quesadilla and part burrito, so they're combining the quesadilla with the, the burrito. So, do you know what that that menu item is called, Dustin Maria? You have any guesses? I, I have. I, well, I'm still wrapping my head around that Taco Bell is on the on the woohoo. They're always on here with Kevin. He <laughs> yeah. loves his fast especially, food, man. Well, especially when he goes, I might just have to sue him. Sue him. <laughs> But they're on the way. <laughs> well, it's part quesadilla and part burrito. So it's called bu- the quesarito. Oh. Which sounds a lot like my name. Quesarito. So, yeah, the quesarito. It's a brand new item. I haven't tried it yet. It, it sounds good because it's part quesadilla and part burrito. So it's kind of got like a quesadilla chill. I think it may be their answer to like stuffed crust at Pizza Hut. Mar- well, of a thing. Maria tried that. Um, what was the it? Waffle the taco. Waffle taco. She ate it right in front of me while I was dieting. I it, it was delicious, but at the same time, I was really not impressed with the size. Yeah, I've had Taco Bell breakfast one time and have not uh, thought about returning yet. So um, a joke in there. Somewhere. I didn't go back and get another waffle taco. Right. Uh, I think it's a anyway, waffle so taco. New menu, it's not every day that there's a menu item named after you at Taco Bell. So. Yeah, I've, you've got to try. Go order the quesarito. But I'm I'm worried now because my, you know, if I'm giving out like you know email addresses or my email address when I was in Memphis was quesarito at memphis.edu, right? So and, you you made it on the cover of Memphis Flyer, and then now a who's who of Twitter, and now you have a, a Taco Bell menu, menu item named after you. You're doing really good. You're moving yeah, on up to, in the world. We're gonna have to make spots about that. <laughs> But I, well, I'm going to try it first. I'm going to try it first. If it's a, I'm sure it's good though. It sounds like a a, a, a good combination. All right, I'm going to give a boo. Oh no, that's a half boo. <laughs> All right, this, this is the uh, Super Bowl. Super Bowl Fifty is dropping the Roman. Come numerals. on, a boo? I think it's cool. Yeah. You I think don't. they're cool that they're dropping the Roman numerals? Well, it's, you're going to put a big L on there. Super Bowl L, you got to keep it. It's a tradition to have the Roman numerals. I know WWE uh, goes back and forth between Roman numerals and and numbers on their WrestleManias, right? Right, right. Well, so are they going to go back but, to it on Super Bowl Fifty One? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it'll be L one. They're avoiding huh. the L. You think that's that big of a deal to avoid having the the loser L? <laughs> the big L, like so everybody would say, yes, <laughs> big loser. I think they're missing out on a marketing gimmick, like. How often do you yeah, get to exactly. be the, does a winner get to have an L? Right, you like can go who wins Super Bowl L. Right, if you're a winner, if you're a winner, you're the winner of the loser Super Bowl. 
I think, yeah, I think you're right, CJ. I think that they're missing out on something, whether it's viral marketing or whatever they could do with it, but they're completely doing it away. Apparently, I guess San Francisco's hosting that event, and their host committee was really, really worried about it. So, so Marcus well, would have, be excited about that because the Niners have a real shot of going back to the Super Bowl in their home home field advantage. Well, I feel like um, they probably did it just thinking that half of America would be like, what's that L for? What's an L? What's, what, yeah. what's an uh, L? I'm gonna, they wouldn't even realize it's a Roman numeral. I'm going to give a woohoo. Woohoo! Uh, to this event at the golf tournament. By the way, is it still raining up there? It has not started weather. raining yet, but it is supposed to keep on raining. Pretty bad, pretty bad golf tournament weather uh, this is. year. But um, there's this event I went to this week. It's, I've never been to it. It's still the third annual event. It's part of the golf tournament every year. It's uh, John Rich and Friends. They have it at the Cannon Center. So John Rich, who is part of Big and Rich, the country group, you know, that sings a song. Uh, on Saturday mornings for college football. What is the uh, come and, into your city, whatever. And the, uh, um, Save started, a Horse, Ride a Cowboy. And, of course, Save the Horse, Ride a Cowboy, oh. which they played the other night. This is an annual event that, that John Rich does. He also won Celebrity Apprentice. That he does as a fundraiser for St. Jude. And, you know, besides those two John Rich songs, I don't know if I know any other ones, but I'm a fan of reality TV, whatever. I got some tickets. I went up there uh, to the event. Uh, at the Candace Center. It was real awesome. So it was John Rich and Friends. So he brings in other country stars, like Clint Black was there, and the woman who's seen Strawberry Wine. I'm not sure what her name is, but I, everybody knows that Strawberry Wine. Dina Carter. Dina there Carter. you go, yeah. So this is a cool event that they have every year that some people may not even know about, but it happens the week of FedEx St. Jude for the past three years. John Rich, a big supporter of St. Jude. When he was on Celebrity Apprentice, he, he like raised over a million dollars for St. Jude while he was on that show uh, for for, that's his charity of choice. So it's a really cool event. You should check it out uh, when it comes back uh, next year for the fourth annual. Uh, one of those. It, was a lot, it, was a, it was a lot of fun. And I'm, you know, I love all types of music. You know, we're down the hall from where hip hop uh, lives there, Hot 107. And, uh, and right down the hall from Q1075, which I also listen to that station. So I right. love all types of music. It was a, it was, it was a great event. But I'm going to give a boo to <laughs> the, the Memphis Trolley Line. Here was my problem. So I go to this event on Tuesday, right? And we rode the trolley down there, uh, and to the Cannon Center because it's kind of like it's a perfect place to ride the trolley to yeah. because it's right, that's the trolley track goes by the Cannon Center in front of the, the, the Sheraton. And the event ends at 10, like at maybe eleven o'clock, but apparently the trolley stopped at ten thirty. So if you rode the trolley to the Cannon Center, you couldn't, couldn't ride it get back. back. Oh man! Like how are you? And I understand the trolley has to stop at some point, yeah. and maybe on the weekdays you shouldn't go that long. But I, how hard is it to get somebody with MATA to just check, like maybe a cal- couple calendars at the beginning of every month and say, all right, these are the dates that we're going to have the trolley run either later or have a couple trolleys run later and have them 